G'day, and we are back with the Alphology 2 podcast. Uh, today, not an actual episode of the podcast. It's just a roundup of the previous episodes for people who haven't been bothered to listen all the way through or for people who are listening for the first time. It's just easy to, to round up the, the first 10 episodes to give a one or two minute overview of each uh, before we move on to sort of episode 11 and and the rest of the podcast. So that's pretty much it. Look, if you've been listening from the start, you'll be able to tell that things like the audio quality have improved throughout. There's now a camera where, so you can watch this on YouTube. Uh, so it's gone a little, it's got a little bit better. In fact, the, the latest addition to uh, my ridiculously low budget podcast setup is a pop filter, which is on the end of my microphone, uh, basically to stop the air hitting the microphone and making a fuzzy sort of sound, um, which was happening quite a lot. But I bought a pop filter off the internet and it was cheap and it's the wrong size. Um, it's it's too small. It doesn't fit over the head of the microphone. But what I have managed to do is improvise and just force as much of it as I can over the end. So now my microphone looks like tragically phallic. Um, but it does appear to have worked. There doesn't appear to be so much of the... Um, of the air hitting the microphone so that's good news um and that will help going forward but if you are watching this rather than listening then you will be able to see how hilarious it looks anyway uh just going to quickly run through the 10 episodes that we've done so far give you a little bit of flavor of each if you haven't listened before then get this flavor and then go and listen to them uh, because there's more detail in all of them and we really explore each of the topics um and there's always stuff to talk about and a couple of them will essentially have follow-up episodes because i've had more ideas about them since so uh it's good to listen to it all the way through uh so if you could do that that would be great episode number one uh was about how the alphabet is in the wrong order and it is in the wrong order so uh the order is pretty much arbitrary at the moment it doesn't really have an order it's just well, it has, it has an order, which is alphabetical order, but that there's no logic or rhyme or reason behind that. Uh, so I came up with a number of alternatives, including sort of Scrabble order and order of statistical frequency is how often it comes up in the English language. Random order, or just keep it the same. And basically, that's what the discussion's about. So which order should the alphabet be in? In fact, I am following up with that one. I, trying to, I did promise during that episode that I would try and get the government to change the order of the alphabet. I've forgotten about that. I have been trying to do it. I have been sort of getting some things going, some things moving to that effect, but it takes a while. That might be a follow-up episode of the podcast where uh, we talk about actually getting the alphabet changed or the efforts to get the alphabet changed. Um, what was episode two? Episode two was uh, the Scotch egg origin controversy, which sort of does what it says on the tin. It was a, a controversy about the uh, origin of a scotch egg uh this was sort of fairly early on and didn't have too many ideas of stuff i was going to talk about uh but basically I, I do this thing where i go and eat foods in places uh that are named after where the food is named after the place and i run a instagram page and website for for, for doing that and i had a stranger pop up on the instagram telling me that 
Scottish eggs aren't named after Scotland. Um, and he was quite like rude about it. Um, and he also told me that sandwiches weren't from Sandwich or weren't named after Sandwich specifically. Uh, so that podcast episode is pretty much just a uh, a rundown of how the argument went and and how I was then going out and obtaining evidence of where Scottish eggs come from and, and where they're named after. Um, so do give that one. This is quite short. I think it's only about 10 or 10 or 11 minutes. Um, so do get stuck into that one. Episode number three was about pandas. And I've always been banging on about pandas like for probably seven or eight years now. Basically about how pandas are a waste of effort and how essentially um they're the face of conservation efforts but they really don't deserve to be because they're fucking wasters that they they won't have sex with each other they won't eat meat they eat bamboo which is bad for them they only want type of bamboo which is mostly being destroyed by deforestation is that the word deforestization deforestation i don't know what the word is by getting rid of the forests that's that's what's destroyed most of their bamboo and their habitat and they're black and white, so they can't hunt. Obviously, if you're black and white, you live you live in a green forest. It's it's not ideal. And like everything's just gonna see you coming from a mile away. Um and also a bit of conspiracy theory sprinkled in there that they might actually be men in suits. So uh do give that one a listen. It's not very long. Again, that one's only about eight or nine minutes. So um do get stuck into that episode of the podcast. I think it's actually probably one of the most well thought out ones, mostly because I've been thinking about it for years. Um but yeah, that was still early days, a very, very short podcast and the, the testing phase of the podcast, really. Out of the testing phase, we get to episode four. The first, I guess, proper length, fully armed, edited with a microphone with some footage, some footage, not loads of footage of the podcast happening uh, episode, which was about which cheese should we use to recreate the moon? So if you're trying to build a moon, like a proper one out of cheese, which cheese should you use? Which would make the best cheese to use to make a moon? And what I did is I went out and I bought, I spent 20 quid on six different types of cheese, which some might say is a waste of money. Um, and then I spent an afternoon playing with cheese and judging it on its color, its texture, how it makes the moon soil, moon dust, uh, its taste, um, and giving it a score on all of those, all of those factors, and then creating a league table. So create a league table for for the cheese, and um, then I picked a winner. So I I, I do now know which cheese is the best to make a moon out of. The, the, the ones that I picked, by the way, I think were, they were an Irish cream cheese, a Gouda, a Parmesan, Cheddar, Brie, and Stilton. So there's a good sort of range there. We have blue cheeses, we have hard cheeses, we have soft cheeses, we have uh, Dutch cheeses. So that was quite fun. That's half an hour long. Managed to get a good half an hour out of a good day of me playing with cheese. Um, probably that's my favorite one. That was my, what I had really good fun making, but, uh, you can, you can decide that. So do give, 
that one a listen. Um, we then moved very swiftly on to episode number five. Episode number five being about uh, like how to tell if your love life is successful. And by love life, I mean sex life. So how to tell if you are successful in obtaining sex. I basically worked out a formula-ish, call it a formula. Um, so a mathematical way of working out if you are good at obtaining sex or not. So it, all it is, is it's essentially a waiting to stop really attractive people from having loads of sex and saying they're good at obtaining it. But obviously attractive people will be good at it because people are attracted to them. Um, so like an ugly person shagging half as many people is more impressive than, than the attractive person. So that's essentially what it's about. I've worked out a few rules and a few metrics to, to work that out. And hopefully that all makes sense to you. Uh, like, I think that, that was actually quite good. I think that's actually quite a good idea and it should be employed more so across, across the world, but it isn't, um, mainly because only like, I think it was like 40, 34, 40, 40, 30, hold on. Only, yeah, only 36 people have listened to that podcast. So, um, yeah, it hasn't really managed to make its way around the world as of yet. Episode number six, it's on my computer screen that I can't see. Episode number six uh, was just really me revisiting Alphology 1. We have Alphology 2. This That is this podcast. Alphology 1 was something that I did as a teenager to wind up kids at school and what that was about it was about making up fake and ridiculous laws of science to make the nerds angry so that is like um atoms not existing for example or uh space not being as big as they say it is and really in this whole sort of post-truth era trump and brexit and all that um it's it, does, it hasn't aged well <laughs> these things because there are actually people who who believe that nonsense now but uh i did do a podcast episode about it did go through my 11 laws of science that i came up with and how how it can be rejected and hopefully that will sort of bring some sort of enjoyment that, that they're quite sort of off the wall and and i think reasonably entertaining otherwise i wouldn't still be talking about it all these years later uh so that was that was episode number six so I do give that one a listen. Uh, that's quite a fun sort of one. Episode number seven was about the baby food revolution. Again, something I've been going on about for years. A lot of this stuff is just stuff I've been thinking <laughs> for ages. Like a lot of this podcast is just stuff that I've been thinking about for ages. And it's just, I've been telling people who I meet, but now it's time to tell people who don't know who I am. <laughs> it's time to tell uh, strangers on the internet about all this random stuff that floats around in my head. So yes, the baby food revolution episode number seven was about the baby food revolution. Uh, I eat baby food and, and I'm a childless adult. I don't have any kids, uh, but I am a grown up. but I eat baby food. Um, people get really frustrated with that. They get really angry. They're like, well, it's for babies. But my response is that babies are still people. It's not cat food. Um, you're allowed to eat baby food. It's good for you. It, it's literally for 
helping tiny delicate humans so surely it's good for me it's a delicious little dessert pot if they rebranded it as a dessert pot millennials be fucking all over it so that's essentially it really i did a good 20 minutes talking about the benefits of baby food and why if you think it's weird that i eat baby food you're a you're a cunt so there is that um so do give that a listen to find out if you are a cunt or not Next up, we had using Football Manager as a tool to prevent overpopulation. Probably the most off-the-wall idea I've had (laughs) for this podcast. What that's about is using Football Manager, which is a computer game where you simulate being a, funnily enough, a football manager, to overtake sex as a pastime and therefore decrease um, the, the, the number of babies being born. And, and prevent human overpopulation, which obviously would have disastrous consequences. Um, the reason for that is that Football Manager is the most successful single-player game in terms of uh, the number of hours played per unit sold. So about the average Football Manager player in a year plays 285 hours or sort of like 12 and a bit days worth of Football Manager. Um, and the average person who has sex only has sex for six and a half hours a year. So I, I thought like we sh- if we only had to sell X amount more copies of Football Manager, then we could overtake sex as a pastime. Um, so that one's in- quite actually interesting. Like there's some interesting stats in there about sort of like how much sex people have, how long sex normally lasts, how many people there are in the world, how many people there are going to be in the world if we don't sort it out. And also some stats about the greatest computer game ever made. So uh, do give that one a listen. That's uh, that's up there. That was came out fairly recently. We're down, down to the sort of penultimate episode, uh, the, the the second most recent one, which was adapting the Bible for television. Adapting the Bible for television does what it says in the tin. I have essentially sat down to write the Bible up as a Lord of the Rings style epic. I'm talking about the Old Testament, by the way, not the New Testament. In New Testament with Jesus, a lot of legitimate stuff with Jesus and the New Testament. Old Testament, on the other hand, lots of nonsense in there. So I was trying to like turn that into entertainment, uh, like Lord of the Rings, because there's some super cool stuff that God does and that, that magic people do um, in the Old Testament. So that's what I was trying to get out of that. But um, it didn't happen. There wasn't, en- wasn't enough traction to get my ideas going for the Lord of the Rings style epic. So I just turned it into general entertainment TV. So what I've done is I've been through three Bible stories. I've decided sort of how we're going to use CGI, how we're going to modernize it, who we're going to have in the cast. The casting is sort of the main bit, you know, such actors as John Travolta and Harry Styles and Ryan Reynolds and Nicolas Cage and Andy Serkis. They they all appear. Uh, Modernizing it and sort of working out how to turn the Bible into good TV. My opinion is that that's the best recorded episode. I feel like I was sort of at my finest there talking about that. Um, but you may disagree, so I'm not going to push you into watching that. But yeah, do give that one a listen. Uh, I think it's quite good, but you know, you, you might not. And then we're up to the most recent episode, which is uh, Love Island, but it's for making friends. So it's <laughs> Love Island's show on tv it's about random strangers being put in a villa in spain together and being made to go into couples and people watch 
how it unfolds as people getting into their couples and then getting into new couples and they vote them out and they leave and get kicked out and it's all very interesting um but i'm going to sort of recreate that so it's love island but it's not love island it's pub island and it's where people strangers go and get pissed and hang out and be friends so instead of getting couples you get friendships and I have a number of ideas of how you change the current format of Love Island into being pub island um, and, and and ultimately make it a more wholesome and enjoyable program. Uh, that's what the podcast is about. It's about those those ideas and, and how I would put those into practice. I'm not going to give you away too much there because um, you'll just have to listen to it. That's sort of what this podcast is about. I'm not going to repeat the whole thing on all of them. Um, just give it a listen. Uh, that's it. We're, we are now up to date. We have podcasts coming up. I have potentially a friend coming on the podcast as a, as a co-host for one time. And we're going to be talking about potentially some quite deep topics because I think he's quite funny when he gets into deep topics. And then I'm also trying to seek out other guests because I'm running out of topics to talk about on my own. I'm running out of stuff to think about and I need some time to come up with some more ideas. Uh, so in the meantime... I'll bring some other people on and we'll, we'll we'll just be chatting shit and hopefully it will be some some sort of entertaining and we can sort of bounce ideas off each other nicely enough. Uh, that's the plan. In terms of equipment, I think we're plateaued now with equipment. We've got this horrible pop filter on this cheap microphone and a webcam which points at my face. Uh, so that look, that's where we're at. That's that's where the podcast is at. Uh, we're now on social media, so uh, Facebook. Give us a like at Alphology2, um, Instagram Alphology underscore two, and Twitter Alphology2. There's also a website where you can catch the podcast. Got some links in there and also links to just some other random sort of stuff I've been fucking around with on the internet for the last few years. Uh, so do give that a, a, a look. That's Alphology2.com. And that's pretty much it. I will see you for episode 11 and the next proper episode. Uh, do give the previous episodes a listen and do tune in next time and thank you very much.